So your first show was with the previous company. Yes. Putting together a wrestling show. Break that down for the audience. Because no. I don't think that they understand. We only have, how long do we have? We're live until noon. So Until noon? We don't have enough time with all that goes into it. Nah, it's a uh, it's it's a lot. It, you know, you start off with the venue. Well, you really should start off with the, with like licensing. Make sure your licensing is good for whatever day you're running. Your insurance is good. Uh, then the venue. You and you really you gotta run all these things simultaneously. When you say licenses, what do you mean by license? Like the state like promoter sport, license, uh, sporting yeah. authority. Mm -hmm. oh. Yeah, the 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 New York State Athletic Commission. So uh, you have to get they a crack down pretty hard. So you have to get a license every time you do a show from, from them? No, you have to have a promoter's license. Oh, you have to have a promoter's license? Yeah. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that. So are you going to go like, take courses, or is it like a, no, a test, to... or you just pay a fee? Or... To be a promoter? No. Yeah, you just you, you have to apply. Just apply for your license. It's a whole process. <laughs> I mean, it's a process, but there's, <laughs> there's no testing. Imagine uh, they would test you for that shit. They should test you. I mean, There's a lot of promoters out here that should tell be you tested. anything. That, that, like, <laughs> is there anything about ethics or anything beforehand, or is it just pay us this, give us this information, you get this license? Just pay yeah. us license, do whatever you want. It appears to be so. Wild West. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, because then even after you do have your license, it's not then do whatever you want to, because then they still show up to the shows, they crack down, they make sure that there's nothing that they don't like, which is subjective anyway, but. Their objective is just to keep everybody safe. Yeah. As if we don't know how to do that ourselves. Yeah. So it's a pain in the ass. But yeah, like I said, you have to do all these things kind of simultaneously. It's not really even like you could do one thing or another one after the other. Like, oh, license, insurance, venue. It's like you're already talking to the venue, right? And the insurance wants to know what day and, and what's the venue. So you got to get the, you really should get the insurance first, but you got to know what venue you're at. So you got to lock in the venue. Uh, then you got to lock in who you want on the card, you know, who you want to book. But who's not available for the day that the venue's available, you know, who's not available on the day that the insurance is available. So it's like, do you do you just go without those wrestlers that you want? Do you change the date? If you change the date, then you got to change the venue. If you change the venue, the then you got to change the uh, insurance. Then the venue might not be available that day. It's a lot. It's a lot of moving parts that happen at once, and it's kind of just like, you know, it's kind of like a sixth sense. You have to know when everything's going to align. And then just that's the date you got to aim for. It's a lot that's of crazy shit. Yeah, man. And that's only just scratching the surface. Like I, like I said, we could, I could sit here until noon and just tell you how to book a show. But, but I don't know. I remember do uh, when we kept complaining in high school that we wanted a football team. They kept telling us one of the things why they couldn't. It's like you need uh, like EMTs, physicians. Like yeah. a team, they say you need to have somebody like that's a, crazy. a licensed medical professional, like on the sideline, somebody there. Yeah. I'm guessing you guys need that in house too, like of all course. that, like an EMT, like of course, you need EMTs, you need a doctor there. The doctor's got to check everyone's blood pressure, got to check everyone's um, heart rate, other doctorly stuff that I don't even. I just let him do his thing. He knows what he's got to do. The wrestlers know what he's got to do. So, yeah, he's got to be there. You can't perform if you're not up to standards with whatever guidelines that the athletic commission gave them so so it's all part of the it's all part of the it's game. all part of the game that's crazy and you would never like think going to one of these indie shows that you know you got all these goddamn fucking moving parts because the first thing you do is just you go there to watch wrestling you're just a fan so people just be like 
well, this is nice. This is cool. They don't realize that there's a fucking EMT outside that you needed to get a license for and this and that. That's just fucking nuts, bro. But I remember one of my buddies, man, he told me he played in a semi-pro league, man, uh, semi-pro football. And he was in a game, man, where three guys went out with concussions. And it was like one guy went out so bad that they had to, like, fly a helicopter in the air, lift him out. Like, and it's like, it's like, yo, to see, to, to know that. And that's, like, one of the reasons, too, man, why I've always said, you know, I want to start to do the flag football thing, man. But, like, that's a lot of moving it's parts. It's a lot of shit that you got to fucking A lot, a lot of moving with, parts. <clears throat> Especially anything where people can get hurt. Anything where people can get hurt. But that's why most of these places, uh, you all sign that social waiver. But still, I'm guessing they have some kind of insurance. Like, it's not just that waiver. Like, that if you get hurt on the field, ain't on us. Um, but I don't know what it is. I just, that's why I always told you, man, like, wow, why, why that is a dream. You know, that'll probably be the closest I ever come to owning a sports team or running a sports league. Uh that's always son still, man. But hearing what you said, man, it's like, son, I even thought about, like, I've even thought about, like, rec leagues I've played in, like, playing ball. Like, there's never been EMTs there. Like, we were there one time uh, playing in Maurice Park, bro, and the game before us, bro, um, dude came down on a fast break and just landed weird. And I swear we heard his ankle snap because he was down on the court in pain. And we walked over, bro, and his shit was, like, his shoe was the other way, bro. And we was like, oh, shit. Like, they called that <laughs> game. Like, yeah. And then they asked us if, like, we still wanted to play our game. It was like, I mean, if the other team's up for us, though. Because he was down on the court for a while, and they were waiting for an ambulance to come. Mm-hmm. And then, um, like, even still, like, uh, when the ambulance came, getting him set, getting his foot set and loaded up on the on the board, man. Like, he was, that shit was, oh. Uh, like, and I was just like, yo, like. Have you seen, like, bad wrestling injuries live? Live, no. Uh, <clears throat> thankfully, thank God. Uh, a couple of close friends have been injured, you know, that I haven't been there live to see it, but, you know, have happened in the area. Um, just there's there was this one uh, referee upstate who the referee snapped his leg in half. Oh. Yeah. Trying to dive to make a count? Yeah, I believe so. Oh, man. Yeah, I believe so. I remember I was there, man. Jesus Um, Christ. Brett Favre's lone year with the Jets. um, When they beat the the Cardinals senseless, he threw like six six touchdowns. Um, We had nice corner end zone field level seats. And that uh, play at the end of the game, I love to pull it up, but I know we're going to get flagged by the NFL. Um, I'll show it to you after the game. Mm -hmm. And we were right there. Uh, Anquan Bolden got like hit helmet to helmet coming across the middle making a touchdown catch and he caught a helmet to helmet we heard it and we saw him go down bro like he was out for a minute to see how like to see him motionless and we were so close we like we heard the like you heard the helmet crack and we were so close we could see the tears on Larry Fitzgerald's face bro like he we were so close that like yo it was like yo bro dude wasn't moving and like I told them when we were taking the bus back there was an ambulance that zoomed by us, and then, like, like it was followed by, like, two dope-ass black Benzes. And I told them, y'all, any money bet that's them taking him to a better hospital somewhere in the city. Like, yo, they said he was out, like, suffering <clears throat> facial fractures and, like, fucking a concussion, some other shit. Like, she was crazy. You know, this is a good segue. One of the things that I enjoy talking to you about is your thoughts on unionizing pro wrestling. 
Now, if there was a pro wrestling union where wrestlers were protected in some way, would that include like health benefits? Like, how does that work? Absolutely. I mean, in an optimal world, you know, the, the better the benefits, the, the more we're going to have to fight. And uh, that's, that's, that's just Union 101. It's just organizing and then fighting for your rights. So, yeah, like, for instance, that referee upstate, he, uh, he snapped his leg and had no, there was no, like, there was nothing for him. He no, just snapped union, his leg. That's no, it. he was like right. just a regular uh, referee. He yeah, was, just a regular referee. Yeah. And uh, he had to pay all those medical bills himself. And, of course, the community came around and rallied and, I believe, uh, helped them out. But that shouldn't have to be. It shouldn't have to be the community rallying yeah. to help you out. That should be covered. You know, that happened on the job. But was this an indie promotion or was this? Yeah, it was an indie promotion. Mm-hmm. I mean, but you can even see that, man, that I could say, I could say even sports leagues, man. Let's look at what just happened with the NFL with concussions, man. Um, with that original uh, with that original deal they settled when they put, uh, presented to the judge and the judge made them go back. And it was like, no, more. Like, what they know, what you know now, what you hid, like, no, more. And even still, what some of these guys say, man, trying to get help still is crazy, man. And it's it's yeah. wild. It's even to think of, like, the NFL, multi-billion dollar, all these teams now, billion dollar entities that you guys can't cover insurances for people that have put their bodies on the line for you for entertainment. Really. They're worried about their for bonuses. Entertainment. They're worried it, about their, insane, their Christmas man. bonus, bro. It's insane, man, but... uh. Like they, they, you would even see that in, in any sport, bro. Like they say, like some of these other guys. Like if you're not, if you're not in for a certain amount of time, you don't get a chance at a retirement plan. Like, and these guys don't save. Like, <clears throat> shit is wild. So, like the WWE, I believe that the wrestlers there are 1099 independent contractors. I don't know about that. They're not. I can't confirm nor deny. So I know, if any federation has wrestlers that aren't independent contractors it would be the wwe i would think because even they were talking about brock lesnar as a free agent now which for me he was under contract of some sort like yeah, that's been coming yeah, out like, been, like espn sent me like in the last three four days it sent me like yo brock lesnar's like a free agent is he gonna sign is he gonna go to aw is he gonna go back to uh fucking mma somewhere yeah but you could be uh independent contractor and just sign an exclusivity deal just be like i'll, I'll just get paid this way i don't know even even uh, essentially they, they even because the wwe out. is a publicly traded company like they've had like their what they pay these people under contract i don't think that under contract as an independent contractor like yeah un, like you're under contract like that like as an independent contractor like they get paid then you get paid that's how it works for me as an independent contractor does aew <clears throat> take care of their wrestlers health-wise? Like, do they have the same types of programs? I don't know. <laughs> I don't work for AEW. Never wrestled for them either, so I can't tell you. All I know is the that... The only uh, time I've ever watched AEW was in your crib with you. <laughs> that doesn't mean I know f- about their insurance policies. They, I, All I can tell you about is uh, Industrial World Wrestling's insurance policies. Do they have one? No, not yet. But we're working towards it, man. That's uh so what the IWW is is uh when I rebranded 
to industrial world wrestling, that was a nod to the original IWW, the industrial workers of the world. Mm -hmm. That's a pro-labor union that uh, it's member organized and it's sole purpose. It's not a trade union or anything like that. It's or craft union. It's sole purpose is to help other workplaces organize and unionize. And uh, they're really, um, what's the word? Diligent in the fight towards, you know, work, making sure the working class is the ruling class. And uh, they do a lot of great work. I'm a member. I'm, I, I'm a red card holder. And uh, actually today, today's September 2nd, I believe, right? Yeah. Yes, sir. I've got my uh, orientation. So I'm officially a member now. I was just kind of just a an appreciator of them, but now I'm now I'm in, and uh, we're gonna we're gonna move forward with unionizing professional wrestling. That's something that I aim to do, and that's uh, that that's gonna end up being my life's work, because that's not something that's gonna be done overnight or in a year. You know, that's going to take years. I mean, just union work, man. I don't know much about it, but the little bit I do, man, there's always something. Like, there's always some sort of shady element attached. Are you worried about any of that or getting... Like, I, I don't I don't know how to, say, how to word this right, but anytime you hear about unions, there's always some sort of shadowy, like, you know, yeah. shadowy element of some, some, some kind. Are you worried about, at some point, maybe something like that happening or anything? Are you prepared for that? Uh, it's yeah, a I mean, it's, it's a valid concern just because, I mean, in the past, union like unions, they were run by the mafia or, or at least associated with the mafia. There was a lot of political implements behind it. Um, and also, then you look at wrestling. There's a lot of shitty people in, in the wrestling industry, yeah. on the other hand. And uh, while unions actually are a more civilized practice now wrestling is still you know there's still years behind they're still full of shitty people but that's the po that's that's one of my main goals in unionizing pro wrestling is to get the shitty people out get like the promoters that are uh carney i don't know if that's an insider do you guys know what carney is like a promoter who's just looking like to make some money trip? doesn't care if he fucks you over <laughs> You know, to get those guys out, get the professionals in, get the guys who are looking for the best in the industry, looking to do what's best for the industry, to get those people at the forefront and get rid of the shitty promoters and get rid of the shitty promotions, the indie feds that don't follow the guidelines that put people at risk of getting hurt because they're not following protocol, they're mm -hmm. not going that extra mile, they don't put their product together that looks nice, things like that hurt the industry. And put a bad name on indie wrestling. That's why there's professional wrestling. And then there's independent professional wrestling. Indie wrestling. And that's why that, that barrier exists. Because people look at a major indie. Like uh, MLW. Or an AEW. Or, uh, or a Ring of Honor. And they see, they see what it is. It, it looks like a professional thing. Then they see your local show. And it's held in a, you know, in a gym somewhere or it's held at a elks lodge and there's 10 people there and the guy in the ring hasn't had any professional training and it looks like shit and a lot of people they'll see that and they'll be like wow this is really garbage this is terrible i'm never coming back here 
and there's but there's so much good independent wrestling that looks really good that doesn't get the shine yeah because of the people that mar that put that mar on the business it's crazy because when i was putting together the spreadsheets for when i was trying to do the roach tv wrestling show i'm downloading clips from like over 130 different promotions and you just see like this one is fucking crazy titantron and all that shit and then this one is in front of walmart parking lot like and just the difference in caliber jumping from one promotion to the next and they'll probably be just a mile away from each other mm-hmm. and, like, and, and also Christ. that promotion with the titantron probably the, some of the wrestlers that are on that big league show will probably also wrestle for that show that that show that's the polar opposite and it's all about having standards. It's about, you know, not a big part of unionizing is going to be a livable wage for independent wrestlers. Or would hopefully, eventually, they'll just be called wrestlers. They won't be independent. But so because the- these guys, they don't get a livable wage. A lot of guys get paid a fraction of what they're actually worth. And so he's got to go or she's got to go and wrestle at that local shitty indie show. Just, just to help pay the bills. Like you can't turn down a booking because you're not getting paid enough. So you got to go and wrestle at a shit promotion. But I mean, that's kind of like the uh, the problem now in Major League Baseball. They were having what uh, I mean, not Major League, Minor League Baseball uh, last year with the guys. Man, how people think they all get a fraction. They get like Minor League Baseball, like they make money like us, man. Unless your unless your contract is like picked up by the Major League team and you're like on the 40 man roster. Like, they're not making that much money, that much more than the average person. And you factor in travel. Like, they have family lives, everything else, man. Like, they get boned. And they look, there was a big battle with them, man, to get them, like, union rights and shit for uh, minor league baseball players last year. Like, it's a like a livable wage was, like, a big part of the conversation. Mm-hmm. I remember them talking yeah. about. So, essentially, all of these promotions are benefiting off of the fact that wrestlers haven't unionized. So, they are against... A union being created is that's why it hasn't happened already i don't think uh that's not i don't think that's why it hasn't happened i think it hasn't happened because it's gonna be like i said a lifetime's worth of work and nobody's ready to make that commitment or some people are and just maybe not might not have the resources might not have the knowledge on how to structure a union i i admittedly don't at this point but i do work for a union i work for local 28 here in NYC, that's the Sheet Metal Union, um, and I do plan on using all my resources there to help me learn how to structure, help um, get help from the IWW, the Industrial Workers of the World. They, a major part of what they do is to help their members organize their workplace. So I'm going to use that resource. I'm going to use the resources from my local. If I have the knowledge, and if I have the resources, I will have the dedication to do so, to 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 make that my life's work. Yeah, you know, hopefully, hopefully, it doesn't take a lifetime. Hopefully, I can get it done soon enough so that the people that I'm coming up with right now, and the people get the that from the, it. right, the people that piece me into the game, can get those benefits and reap those benefits. Hopefully, it doesn't take 50 years like some labor movements like have. Some, I mean, shit, man. It's, it's crazy to think of that. Like, there's rights still workers fighting for today, man. Yeah, shit, certain shit, man. Certain unions. Absolutely. Um, I mean, it's a noble. I mean, it's a noble effort, man. And I hope you the best, man. Anything, you know. Obviously, Appreciate that. Button Roach can do to help you, man. I just don't. Uh, I just don't want to end up one of those. Uh, 
cult tales, man. People are talking about you know twenty, thirty years from now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's why. That's why I was so afraid to mention the, the, to say mafia or mob. But I was like, there's that shadowy. <laughs> you know what I mean? You get what I mean here? There's that. Uh, it's a bit, it's a bit questionable. It's a bit. <laughs> but I was afraid. I was afraid to say either the M word. You, you, you want to end up in the sleeping with the fishes or the big O, the big O word. I definitely didn't want to drop that one. Well, yeah, I hope. Well, if, if I'm the one that's if if I'm leading the charge, I just hope I don't end up like Jimmy Hoffa. Yeah, you know? that's uh. I said, y'all still have to watch the Irishman, man. I still, I still have to watch the second half of the Irishman. I had to tap out halfway through. Yo, you know what's crazy? I had uh, gotta watch it in parts. I had a chance to go see it when it was in the theater when they were playing it on like in the single theaters on the one big screen. Wow. I had a chance to go see it at the uh, at the theater. They had it on on Broadway, man. I just my schedule. I didn't get a chance to make it over there, man. That's not a movie you could watch in theater, bro. But they were. <laughs> could doing, you imagine? No. Could you imagine sitting in that theater? <laughs> but they were. Yeah. You imagine how much popcorn you'd go through? But yeah. they, no, they were doing it like that, like. It was like a four-hour movie, so they were putting it on the big screen, and they were cutting it with an intermission, and then ten, like I think it was like a ten-minute intermission for you go use the bathroom, use do the anything, bathroom, and then come least. back. Like it was a, I can't remember what theater it was. I almost wanted not the Broadhurst or, or the Golden Man, um, uh, fuck man, the Belasco. I think, I think it was at the Belasco Theater, if I'm not mistaken. Um, was that in the city? Yeah, it's like right down. Uh, I think it's on Forty Sixth and Fifth. What do you know that six. whole theater district? If I'm not mistaken, but I want I, like I really I was like yo like cause there's nowhere you can see and then you know it's a Scorsese movie, got he's got Pacino, De Niro, Pesci. When are you ever gonna see all those guys ever in a movie ever it's all like that movie. again? It's just man. long as fuck. It's just long as fuck. It's fucking Scorsese. It's long well, as I fuck. mean, I think the shortest Scorsese movie is what like two and a half hours maybe. Ricky Gervais at at whatever what was it the Golden Globes? The Golden Globes. He said one of his uh, his bits. He said, "And now we're gonna play a short clip from The Irishman. <laughs> it's 82 minutes." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, shit! That movie. But uh, I, I want to talk about the wrestling school before we talk about it. I want to just show the video, yeah, and yeah. we'll be back with more Good Morning Bushwick. <laughs> 